For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6:23. Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama as he brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down to earth, and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. Them. I didn't see you in church um, the last service. And the guy said, Yeah. Asked him, Why not? He said, Oh, I'm at home. He said, Oh, you're at home. And you didn't come to church. Why not? And he said, I've not eaten for three days. I've not eaten for three days. The pastor at once became cool. Oh, yeah. At once, all the fire cooled. Then he said, I'm sending you mobile money. I'm I'm sending you mobile money. And he sent him money immediately. Yeah. Tap your neighbor. Have you been there? That is so deep-seated that it requires super... something unusual to delete it out of our lives and research um, though it is like science it actually confirms the Bible I'll, I'll tell you it confirms the Bible when they say archaeology, dinosaurs and those things don't worry at all that oh they are proving the Bible wrong no, 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 no they rather prove the Bible correct but you see, you, you don't read much that's why you don't know how to use that science knowledge to support your Bible knowledge. But um, according to the research that Prophet has done for us, intractable poverty is explained by, number one, lack of knowledge. You don't know things. Note, I didn't say lack of education. Note. It's not that you have gone to school. School doesn't give you knowledge. It gives you education. They are not the same thing. Understanding, knowledge, wisdom, counsel, and mind. There's no education there. It's not at all a spiritual thing. So, number one, lack of knowledge. You don't know things. And I'll come to that one one of these days. Number two, lack of good skills. Lack of good skills. And number three, laziness. Hallelujah. Laziness. Tonight, I feel like talking about lack of skills. Lack of skills. Amen. Lack of skills means that you are not good at what you do. That's what it means. You are doing something. You are a teacher, you are a mason, carpenter, driver, whatever you are. You are doing something, but you are not good at what you are doing. 
There are some masons, some carpenters, some seamstresses, tailors, some artisans. They only get one job per person. They, are you listening to me? They only get one job. One, that's all they get. Because after one experience with them, you will come back again. You will come back again. At seamstress, go and come. Your dress Thursday. When you come on Thursday, they'll say Friday. Come on Friday. They'll say Tuesday. Come on Tuesday. They'll say Thursday. Come on Thursday. They'll say oh next week. By all means, sure. Then come on Tuesday. Ah, it's not that. Then as you are talking back and forth, there is your material uncut. As you are discussing for the past two weeks, going back and forth, then you say ah, but what is this here? Then when you check, is your material uncut? After two weeks. Yeah. Then you say, Madam, thank you very much. God bless you. Be filled and be warm. And then you go away. Never to return again. There are some masons and carpenters. Their ear is so hard that they don't understand, do it this way for me. They do what they think is right. And what happens is the master, after talking one, two, three times, he will just wait, finish the job, and go. Because you will never come back again. And when I see my friend talking to you, and then you go away, I will tell my friend, this man, be careful. (laughs) He will spoil your house. Amen. But this mason is also going around looking for contracts. And he's wondering how come all my list of people who I work for, nobody, I have a list of clients, 80 names. Nobody has called me again. Because you're not skilled. Amen? Because you're not skilled. And that lack of skill is actually lack of income. It's actually lack of money. It's actually, you will not go forward in anything. And, and you see, it's not only the vocations where these things work. Even doctors, some of them, some of them, after going there once, when you come back again, who's in the consulting room? Doctor so-and-so. Okay, I'll come tomorrow. That's all. I'll come tomorrow. Because this doctor, he doesn't listen. He's always talking. He's always angry. He's in a hurry. Come, come, come. Hey, when I go to a doctor, I want one who has time to ask me questions and to answer my questions. I also have questions. I also have questions. It's my body. It's my health we are discussing. You can't tell me you know everything about me without me knowing what is going on. Hey, are you here? So, lack of skills is one of the big reasons why many people don't do well. I know people who have gone for jobs within a week or two, they are sacked. They are sacked because as you are coming, you are, you are totally useless. Amen. 
Amen. So tonight, how to be skillful. Hallelujah. Now, listen. One of the big mysteries is the mystery of the work of the ministry. Because um, not many of us recognize that the work of the ministry, working for God, is far more significant than you think. Because God made everything. Do you understand? God made everything. And so, working for God, in that process, you will, by interaction, be exposed to almost everything. One day, a certain man, he was a banker. Utiasi banker. He's not a Christian, he's not a, a pastor. He was a banker working in the bank. Then he started to help in the church. Then um, he became a pastor in the church. And he was doing, no, he was a lawyer, sorry. He was a lawyer. And he was helping in the church. One day, his senior partner had to go and make a presentation to the company board. And so the two of them, his boss and he, they put together the presentation that they should go and show the board about what they are doing in their area. On the day of the presentation, when he got there, his boss was late. So he was there. And his boss said, I'm stuck somewhere. So in case they call us and I'm not there, you go and talk. The guy said, me? Yes, you. An African, you're not an African. An African before white men. Board of directors. He said, if I don't come, you go because we cannot not be there. And true, 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 they said, where is the presentation? And then the boss hadn't come. So this young man had to go there and make the presentation. He had the apple in his hands. And he sat facing white men who were not smiling. Because a black man has come. They were expecting a white man and a black man has come. They were not smiling. So he was very tense. Ask him, but wouldn't you be tense? You'll be shivering inside. Shivering. So he went to the board. As he stood there, he said, Hey, what am I going to say? Then he remembered what he had been told. All human beings are the same. Black or white, green or yellow, all are the same. Don't be deceived by their color. It's the same human being inside. Don't be deceived. And he said, Number two, they all have the same problems. So, treat them as the same. Number three, talking to two people, talking to ten people, talking to one thousand people is the same. 
it's the same you are deceived by numbers it's the same it's just two or twenty it's the same human beings who make up the thing so when you are there preach as if it's the two or the twenty so when he got there he says okay they said make a preach I can't give presentation to a board but I can preach so he said sit down <laughs> they said when you are going to preach make eye contact those of you who are looking at the sky or looking around leading worship with your eyes closed that's somebody useless worship with your eyes closed who taught you that one make eye contact number two use gestures don't put your hand down like a sleepwalker use gestures number three change the tone of your voice don't talk as if everything is the same because everything is not the same when you talk as if everything is the same they will sleep on you so you speak as if sometimes you know you have to take your time and listen listen carefully because it is a, I'm making a point I'm preaching <laughs> I'm preaching so take the tone of your voice and he said and be emotional don't be cold so he took his apple and began to preach he said he went to the board members and to look at their faces listen this is our report and then you go to another one this is what this is hard work change the tone of his voice and he began to speak to them and he was preaching as he was preaching then he saw behind him his boss had come he was sitting there he said oh my boss has come boss said, continue 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 and he pre- i mean he gave the report when he had finished then he left then the board members said who is that guy we have such a man in our company and we didn't know hey within a year or two he was a board member yeah because because listen because of his training in ministry that ministry training made him capable of doing anything in the world you see many of you 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 don't understand what the ministry is it's everything when you are a pastor you are a doctor you are a lawyer you are a social worker you are a nurse you are a teacher you are a, 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 a what a parent you are a headmaster you are you are everything I am all things to all men that I might by all means win some. Yeah. So, this is, this is the key tonight. That if you are a good shepherd, if you are a good shepherd, very likely, whatever you are in life, you'll be skilled at that thing. Amen. I didn't hear an amen. amen. Yeah. If you are a good shepherd, you'll be a good teacher. If you are a good shepherd, you'll be a good lawyer. If you are a good shepherd, you'll be a good doctor. If you are a good shepherd, you'll be a good uh, uh, engineer or a good driver or a good whatever it is. Hallelujah. And so this evening, I'm giving you six signs of a good, of a skilled shepherd. Ah, Six signs of a skilled shepherd. Hallelujah. You didn't clap as if you are not happy to receive all the apport I'm coming to give you. Six signs of a skilled, of a good, it's a good shepherd. 
But in this case, I will say a skilled shepherd. Okay. I want you to remember all these signs. Number one, to be, to be a good shepherd, a skilled shepherd, you have to be, number one, gentle and tender. Gentle and tender. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 11 and verse 28. And Jesus said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heaven laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Hallelujah. To be a good shepherd, ah, you've got to be gentle. Amen. You've got to be polite, gentle, nice, tender. Hallelujah. Why should you be a gentle man to be a... You see, that word gentleman, eh, to this day, I don't know where, where you know where it came from. It means literally what it says. A gentleman. A man who is controlled and polite and even when he's angry, he doesn't shout. A gentleman, when tea pours on him, he will take his handkerchief and clean it. And then, yeah, that's a gentleman. These days, I don't know what it means, but <laughs> this is what it means. It's a gentleman. To be gentle. A, a, a shepherd is gentle. Why does he have to be gentle? Genesis 33 and verse 13. Why are you going to be gentle? Because of this chapter. And he said unto him, My Lord knoweth that the children are tender and the flocks and herds are with me. The children are tender. Amen. I didn't hear a good amen. Number one, if you're going to be a good shepherd, you've got to be gentle and tender. You've got to be cool. Hallelujah. You have got to be slow and gentle with the members. Because they are gentle. That's how they are. Listen. Many of our members are not correct. Yeah. It, it is like you are in a hospital and a patient has come. Then you're asking him, what's wrong with you? I'm sick. You are sick. So why have you come here? Ah. What, what question is this? That's why I've come here. Because I'm sick. Rather, if you are well, we'll ask you, why are you here? But if you are sick, you have come to the right place. If, are, are you listening? If you are a pastor or a shepherd, you must be aware. I mean, you must know that everyone you are dealing with has problems. Everyone has problems. As they come to you, they are coming with their issues and their problems. So when a church member comes and has a problem and you are angry, you are a stupid fool. Please underline stupid and fool. If you are irritated, no, I'm preaching tonight. If you are irritated at a church member, then what are you? Oh, say it, say it loudly. What are you? 
yeah, you are irritated at a church member for being a human being. Ah, what do you expect, angels? Angels are in heaven. On earth, we have human beings with their vessels, uh, uh, what? In, in vessels of clay and the clay is cracked and broken and it's chipped and all the water is coming out that's what we have amen if you are a, a, a shepherd and you are quick tempered quick tempered when you go to a doctor he says come 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 sit down hey I'm out you are going to see a lawyer when you go to yes what do you want I'm out so when I go to see a pastor, and he says, come, sit down. Hey, I'm out. I want a pastor who will say, yes, what is it? Are you okay? Are you all right? Your head is paining you. Oh, come, 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 come. If you are here, and you are a pastor, or a shepherd, or a presenter leader, and you have never hugged anybody, you are a stupid fool. You have never hugged anybody. You have never held a boy or a girl. Not, uh, don't only hug girls. <laughs> you are a wicked, stupid fool. <laughs> if you only hug girls. Now, if, no, no, listen, you are, you are laughing too much. If you are a pastor, you are a pastor or a shepherd and you have never seen somebody and looked at their face and just held the person you are not correct no 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 Jesus said I came to heal the broken hearted this is that is his assignment he said the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me for what? for this assignment to heal the broken hearted it's your job as a if you are you want to be a good shepherd a good pastor oh you've got to be gentle and kind when you see any girl who has become pregnant and you say you are a stupid fool no 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 you the stalker are the stupid fool the girl is a girl who has behaved her natural girl things you say come you are a fool but come (laughs) come and let's see what to do next Come and let's see how to go for it from here. You have gone to get pregnant. Oh, no. Why, why, why? Okay, okay, you come. So now the baby will be born in July. Okay, so you are doing exams in May. So let's see the headmaster and go and start making plans. And now you are doing the exams in August. And baby is born in July. So you have one month for the exams come. Okay, let's go and see your mother. She's angry. She's angry. Let's go and beg her. Yeah, we are going to beg your mother. You have going to blow. <laughs> uh, we are going to see your mother to go and beg. You are a shepherd, and you have never gone to beg a parent before. You have never begged somebody's parent before for something they did. Oh, how? What are you? What are you? Because children will always offend their parents until they grow. And when they offend their parents, who is going to beg? They themselves, no. Uncle, he's too far away. You, the shepherd, must take your face with the shepherd, with the church member, and say, Daddy, Daddy, we beg. Not he begs. (laughs) Not he begs. 
we beg. We didn't mean it. When he said he was angry and you banged the door, he was not thinking correctly. Daddy, we beg you. Shall we kneel down? Daddy, we are sorry. That's all. That's a shepherd. I said, that's a shepherd. Gentle and, and tender. Look. He said, oh, this is for the new members. Even the old members are not correct. There are old members who are easily offended, easily angry, go, don't come back again. No, 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 no. Listen, people change slowly. Amen. If you're going to be a good shepherd, you you have to be gentle. One day, my son was very ill. Um, and he was in a hospital. It was about two or three at that time. Very ill. And he was dehydrating rapidly. So they tried to give him uh, an infusion. And they said that, oh, there's some man be here who has been to Africa before. So he can do, find the veins on black skin. I said, okay, where is this man? He should come. The man came. Useless man. <laughs> Useless man. I mean, try and error. Pricking, pricking. I said, at the point, I said, hey, look, are you the expert? <laughs> are you the expert? No. Then leave my son alone. And you see, a doctor or a nurse, as you are pricking the people, you should be saying, oh, hello, what is this? You should be doing logoligi on the hands. <laughs> yeah, then you just try, oh, please, please, oh, don't cry. Oh, sweetheart, baby, honey, sugar, don't worry. No, no, no. A child is not work. Then take the hand and prick. No, no. <laughs> no, that's not a good doctor or a good nurse. Are, are you here? No, that person, I don't want you again. I said, no, take, take it away. Take it out. I mean, I said, no, no, no. I mean, this is not the man to help me. You, you, you must be what? Gentle and tender. Tender means you are soft. It means you are soft. If, you see, when somebody does something, your initial response is anger. Anger. That a pastor, a pastor's anger must be, are you listening? A pastor must get angry, but your anger must be fake. It must be fake. Because sometimes, if you're not angry, they won't take you seriously. So sometimes you must be angry, but inside you're not angry. But you must pretend. So sometimes you come to a place and say, What is this? What's going on? Choir, are you mad? Is the choir correct? Ah, what kind of choir is this? You start choir. Come on, sit up, everybody. <laughs> when you finish, they are laughing. <laughs> I do the bar. <laughs> I fight in the bar. They, are, they fear you. <laughs> That's a tender and a gentle pastor. I know what I'm doing. And you see, before you shout at somebody, make sure you have hugged the person before. And the shouting is not anger. It's just some jokings and things but you cannot be a hard because the children you don't have the scripture yes the children are tender 
You, you can't, I mean, when you are holding a baby, you can't hold a baby family. You hold him family, but not hard. That's one of the keys about being a pastor. You've got to be gentle. Amen. If you don't know how to put your hand on somebody's shoulder, you shouldn't be here. Go to Saito and go and learn. If you don't know how to walk with, I mean, how to meet somebody you don't know and start talking. Oh, I have my friends. You have your friends. Look, half the church, you don't know them. More than half the church, you don't know them. And you cannot come with any rules and regulations about, you must just come gentle and easygoing and polite and flow with everybody. That's a mark of a good shepherd. May you be a good shepherd in the house this evening. Amen. Amen. Number two. Second mark of a shepherd is somebody who can lead and guide. Somebody who can lead and guide. Matthew chapter 4. And verse 18. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 18. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishes. And he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Hallelujah. If you are going to be a good shepherd, you must be able to lead somebody and be able to guide somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. Psalm 23. It says, He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, a skill, I mean, see, this skill, it applies to every profession as I'm speaking. So, a skilled shepherd or a good shepherd must be able to lead people and guide them to a good end a good destination pleasant waters paths of righteousness you must be able to take somebody from point A to point B amen you cannot be a good pastor if you don't ask people are you married do you have a job how are you doing? You, you cannot be a good pastor. These are questions we always ask. Are, are you listening to me? It is, it is the way a doctor will take your case history and will be asking you, so your father has diabetes, your mother has asthma, and your cousins all have uh, uh, hypertension. Okay, then they begin to draw a conclusion from all these to guide them how to handle you. The way you go to see a lawyer, he will ask you, so the case, 
What year did you buy the land? What year was the paper given to you? Who bought it? And they're asking the history of everything. In the same way, you as a pastor, you cannot go to a person and you don't ask him about his history or who he is. Are are you listening to me? You can't go to a person and just start talking to him. So you are pregnant here. Okay. No, 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 no. Ask him. So do you have younger brother, younger sister? I have one one younger brother, one sister. Where are they? One is in New York. One is here. They, then you start asking. So, so where's the mother? My mother, she's at Inquatacrum. Inquatacrum. So then, so do you go there? No. Why? Since I was born, I've not seen her. Hey! Suddenly, it begins to change. Here is a young lady who doesn't know her mother. So who do you stay with? My stepmother. Is she nice? That woman, she's wicked. <laughs> Then you're getting a better idea of what you are dealing with. Are, are you listening? Are you here? Are you, are you here? Yes. You, and, and you see, all this is to take them to a place. One day, I met a young lady. I was talking to her, and we were discussing life. So I asked the young lady, When are you going to get married? And she looked me in the face and said, never. I said, hey, why? He said, marriage, it don't do my plans inside. I said, hey, sit down. Come on, let's start talking. Oh, talk. Uh, I talk. Hey, when my talking comes, it comes. I said, no. Nice girl, you must marry. Oh, we talk back and forth. I, oh, believe it. She's married. Ah. That's a pastor's job. Might, oh, clap for me. Or clap for me. Because one day I'll clap for you too. Yeah. Listen, and there are, there are many like that. There are, I, I, met, I met another one and I asked her, so you how? What's your plan? Oh, I'm going to get married to a man. And I, said, I mean, she said, a man. I said, oh, I mean, when you say a man, I said, oh, yeah. I said, oh, it doesn't matter who. Because they're all the same. They are not faithful. So I marry any man, just get my babies, then he can go where he likes. I said, hey, that's not how you do marriage, Joe. He says, no, 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 no. They're not correct. They are all unfaithful. And then I just want my babies, my two kids, that I'm home with them, and that's my life. I said, come on, that's not how it is. You have to talk and lead them to a happy married life. Amen. By the grace of God, she's also happily married. Yes. Lead you, you, ma- you, you see, some of you who are parental leaders, you are useless. You are the stupid fool in the, in the window. Because the person in the placenta, you have no plan to lead him anywhere. You are quiet. The person in the placenta, the peoples in the placenta, you, you have no plan that you, this guy, you are in GSS, eh? you go to university. And you, you are in, in SHS, you are, doing, uh, um, you are doing what? Home economics. No, no, no. It's not a good idea. Let's change and add something. Because home economics, it will not go anywhere. You have, there is nothing in you that is making you make them to become anything in life. You are just take them as they are and leave them as they are. Tell your neighbor, if it's you. Oh, if it's you, you are the stupid fool. 
If it is you. If it's not you, then forget it. But if it is you, then you are the one. How come you don't have any plans for your, your, your church members? You have, you are, they are working and you are happy to work with them. They have no, you have never mentioned buying a car because they don't have money. They don't have money. Nobody has money. But we have faith. And we have vision. And vision will give us a direction. And you go, one of them, by the grace of God, will get there. One of them. Oh, I thought you were clapping. Yeah. If you, I mean, one day, a certain lady took her something to the, the doctor. And they said that, oh, they should do a test. Then he said, but don't bother, he will die soon. I said, you are a useless doctor. That even if they will die soon, that is not how you say it. And you don't say they will die soon because I know somebody who is supposed to die about 10 years ago. It's still alive. It's still lying down alive. So that, tell somebody, there is nobody who's going to die soon. No, no, you didn't say it well. There's nobody. Look, I, I see, you see, when you're a pastor, you don't talk as if there's nobody who's going to die. No, you're not a, you're a useless pastor. You, you must say it with, with meaning, with, with passion. There is nobody who's going to die soon. Ah, I, are you God? Can you tell, they say that you're going to die in six months' time. Six months' time. They are alive after six years. What do you mean they are going to die? Are you, are you, can you determine all these things? So you, if you are a pastor, you have no right to write off anybody. Everybody is going somewhere. I didn't hear an amen. amen. You are a lawyer and the case is no hope. Hey, give my case back and find another lawyer. Because every case has hope. Until the judgment day, there's hope. You are a teacher. And your student is, 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 is what? Right, right off. No, 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 no. You shouldn't be a teacher. Every teacher, you can force. You, F, you get F, e, you get E. <laughs> we are forcing for D. You will not get F. We are forcing to get you across the line. So if you are good, to be a, a skilled, you must be able to lead them, uh, lead them to, to green pastures. Amen. Lead them to be. There must be nobody in your church who will say, "I don't, I don't want to marry." Nobody, because they will be having sex sooner or later. They better marry to have the sex properly. There should be nobody in your church who is unemployed and happy. No, 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 no. You are worrying them. You are always on their case. Always get a job. Get a job. A pastor must be somebody leading and guiding his people to a better place. If you are here, you are a shepherd, you are a pastor, and you cannot point to anybody you have led or guided to a better place or contributed to their life's journey, you are not a good pastor. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and to be a good pastor, you must know a lot of things. You must, I mean, that's why right now I'm a bit at, at, at a problem because I don't know what courses they have at Tech. So I, I need to know what courses are there. 
And because I don't know, I always find out, go to those who know. Because there is a cause for you. Yes. And as for how we'll pay, how we'll pay your school fees, tell the person God knows. Hey, tell the person God knows. And he will do something. That's all. That's all. We are, you must be an optimist to lead people to do well in life. Hallelujah. I didn't hear a good amen. Amen. That makes you a skilled shepherd in any profession. Once you are optimistic and you are positive and you are seen that this case will end. It will end well. It will end well. May you be a good shepherd. Amen. Amen. What's number one? Gentle and tender. What's number two? Able to lead and guide. Number three. I'm preaching from the book, Art of Shepherding. Yeah. Number three. To watch for the sheep. Watch over them. Watch over them. Hallelujah. Like a mother has a baby in the courts. When my kids were very, very young, I used to wake up, then I go and listen. Are they still breathing? Because they were lying so quiet. So I go and listen. Then I would look at their chest. They go up, then come down. Then it's there. I say, hey, hey, hey. Then I'm watching over them. Hey. I'm my only son, the first one has come. I'm watching over them. Yeah, that, that's what it is. To be, a, and you are a doctor, and you have patience, and you don't follow the case. Oh, you are a lawyer, and you have forgotten his court. You have to go to court, and you have forgotten. Oh, what kind of lawyer are you? No, 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 no. You must be watching over your members. Amen. Are you here? You must be watching. Hebrews 13. And verse 17. Obey them which have the rule over you and submit yourselves. Why? For they watch for your souls as they that must give accounts. That they may do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. Amen. 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 Acts chapter 20 and verse 28. Take heed, therefore, unto yourselves and to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers. Amen. I didn't hear a good amen. amen. You are made overseers. You are watching, overseeing, watching over the flock. They, you have become a kind of watchman. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You must be concerned for their souls. You must be concerned for their well-being. And you are watching over them. Watching over them. Amen. Oh, I said, Amen. Amen. And, and the watching over them, primarily, primarily, is prayer. 
prayer. One day, somebody called me and said, Oh, I'm better. Thank you for your prayer. Oh, oh, oh. Do you know why I'm saying oh? I hadn't prayed for her. Oh, I hadn't prayed. Oh, so I couldn't even say amen. I, I couldn't. I've not prayed. You see, I wasn't aware of the situation. I was also very busy at that time. I was running up and down, doing other things. So I, I, I didn't even pray one. Not one. Do you know I didn't pray one? I didn't pray one for the person. And the person came, oh, thank you for your prayers. Shush. I said, Lord, this one I failed. I said, this one I failed because I didn't pray. But some of you, <laughs> you never pray. I said, you don't pray. You don't watch over anybody. You are as dumb dog. You are a dog that is not watching over your members at all. They are, they are where they are by chance and by grace. They are, they are doing what they have become, what they are. It's not you. It's not you. You didn't contribute one anything towards what they have. You have not watched over them. I don't know why I'm quiet now. I said you have not watched over them. Yeah, your job, our jobs as a good, you know, a good doctor comes in the night. Yeah, a good lawyer stays over and just goes to the files. Not that tomorrow is court case. I know somebody had a court, had a lawyer. The lawyer, when they're going to the court, then she's going to the case. Okay, what is it now? As you are going to the court in the car, then you are, where's the brief? Where's the brief? Then you are now scamming through. Okay, okay. How, how can you give a good argument? I mean, how can you give a good defense of this, patient, this client? You are, you are going to go and mess up and then just say that, then just, so, uh, my Lord, <laughs> but a good, a good person is watching. Watching is night. Night. I don't know why you are quiet this afternoon. You are shouting the other one. I am not shouting. Watching is night. Watch out for the members. We have left them to roam. Prophet was preaching last week or last two weeks out of shepherding uh, and conference. He said a pastor is to keep sheep from scattering. But some of us, they are scattering under your watch. You, you're, not, you're not gathering anybody. What, what, what kind of... Yeah. No, 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 no. You have to watch over them. Amen. Amen. Watch in prayer. And secondly, be observant. Be observant. You cannot be a good shepherd or a good pastor that you don't notice things. Don't notice that a smile has finished. You don't notice... Somebody's losing weight. You don't notice dressing has changed. You don't notice that they are, they are uh, what? You must notice things. Hey, you're quiet. I, I, I don't care. I said, you must, you are watching. You are watching. You, you cannot have a son, a son, and you don't notice he has changed. 
a, 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 a good one day I was standing with a, a certain lady she's a nurse she's a nurse a very experienced nurse and we're standing side by side just chatting at church as we're chatting then some young girl passed just a young girl when she passed on she said pastor she's pregnant I said, well, how? I mean, what kind of mind is this? How can you just get out? No, she's pregnant. I said, ah, look at this girl. Flat stomach and passing nice. She said, she's pregnant. I said, how? She said, okay, let's wait and see. Okay, wait and see. We're waiting and you're seeing. So we waited and we saw. She's pregnant. <laughs> I said, ah, how can you tell? She's pregnant. No stomach, no bulge, nothing. She said, ah, I know. It's my job. I'm watching. I'm watching. You, pastor, your sheep, your members, you can't tell when one is broken-hearted. You can't tell when one has lost his job until they tell you. You can't tell that one has changed. Oh, they're not watching. They're not watching well at all. Watch! We are watching out for them. We are, look, I tell you, your eye must be roaming, roaming and looking and analyzing and trying to remember the last time I... That is a pastor's job. Are you here? A shepherd. That is why your people don't follow you because they think you don't care. Yeah. They think you don't care. And you know something? They may be right. They may be right. Because you don't show care or compassion. Hallelujah. Watch out for them. Amen. Amen. You must be... Look, prayer. You are, you are a pastor and you don't pray. Hey, what is it? We can't describe you again. No more where to describe you. You don't pray. You must pray. Amen. Amen. Watch and pray. Fasting is not the key. You don't... Fasting... You see, how many like Fasting. Nobody. Nobody likes fasting. We fast because we have to. It's a necessary part of our Christian life. We just have to fast. But we don't like it. And so, and so don't think that we are, we are fasting, we are praying. Every time fasting comes in, it's by force. But there is the watch and pray. Hallelujah. It's the watch and pray that we have to do. Amen. Are you here? I'm giving you six marks of a good, skilled shepherd. And they apply to all professions. Number four, protect the sheep. Protect them. Amen. Because if you keep quiet, many will marry crazy men. And many boys will marry deadly women. And many will take a job they should not take that job because that job, when they take it, they're backsliding. Oh, some jobs. As soon as they say, I'm getting this job, know in your mind, this guy, he's so young as a Christian, he can't survive it. He can't survive it. He's doomed to backslide. Amen. So you must protect them the same way. Are you listening? The same way. When you see a child holding a knife, don't say, oh, he's, he's holding a knife. No, no, no. Take it from him. One day, 
a certain man was driving his car and he was doing a U-turn and to do a U- to do no, it was turning around, not a U-turn and to turn, you must reverse okay and then go as he was reversing there was no one there but a young boy was standing there so he was reversing and looking at the young boy to see whether he has come far enough as he was going back, the boy was standing there, was going back. <laughs> no, the boy stood there, watching the car. As he was going back gently, then he heard, bang! He has going to hit the wall. <laughs> so he got down. Ah, small boy. You saw the car? He said, yes. Going back, yes. Why did you say anything? But he said, oh, I thought you knew what you were doing. <laughs> Knew what you are doing. Me, I'm watching you. That's a child. That's a child. You are doing. I know you know what you are doing. But see, for a, a grown up, I know you don't know. For a grown up to a child, I know you don't know. That's why when I see you holding a knife, I'll take it from you. I see you holding a blade or a bottle, I'll take it from you. I see you holding a, um, a bottle, a DDT, I'll take it from you. Because, say, so, oh, a grown-up will never drink it, but a child will taste and see. So, if you are, are you listening? If you are a pastor, you are protecting them from themselves. And, and many people, listen carefully, many people, if you allow them, they will destroy their lives. Many, many people. I said many people, if you allow them, Give them space and time and leave them and no comments. When you come back in one year, they have spoiled themselves. Because all of us have the power to destroy our lives at a certain age of immaturity and adventurousness. Every boy has driven too fast before. They are are quiet, they are here. Every boy who drives has driven too fast before. One day you drove away if you are afraid of yourself. <laughs> true or not true? I said true or not true. Those who drive. After you are finished, you were you afraid. Of, hey, what have I done? 170. Am I mad? Am I crazy? What is this? But I survived. Lord, thank you. You almost fought your life. Yeah. Likewise. Like, no, listen, listen. So you as a shepherd... When you see certain moves, hey, hi, I see a guy talking to this girl. Let me join that conversation. Hey, hi there. I've come. Yes. What's happening? Keep, keep talking. Keep talking. I'm here. Yeah. One guy saw two men walking, talking. As they were talking, no, I said, hey, I better get there. One was gay. That wasn't. Better get there. He came. Hey, hey, hey! Hello, I've come. Let's let's talk. Oh, then the guy didn't stay long. So, Tria, you are going. You are coming to seduce my young men. And and it's happening. Oh, yeah, it's happening. You are a pastor. You don't know who is who in your church. You are a stupid fool. You must know who are the dangerous tigers and the wolves around you. How do you protect a girl you don't know who are the bad boys in your church? Hey, 
I always ask, who is who? Me and Pastor Albert, we always do our investigations. The thieves and the other, we know, we know them. Ah, yes, we know them. We have to know them. How else can we protect our church from the thieves and the other people? We must, are you here? You too, you must protect your sheep from themselves. And many people, they don't know the difference between a good and bad boy. And, see, and the bad boys are flashy. And the good boys are dull. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, the two dull. But I for do. Take them like that. Amen. Psalm 7, verse 10. My defense is of God, which saveth the upright in heart. God! You see, we, are, we are defending, we are standing guard. We are protecting. Amen. I didn't hear a good amen. amen. You, you must be, one day, if you are a pastor, one day you must be satisfied to fold your hand and say, ah, I did a good job on that girl. Ah! One day you must look out and see some boy be walking around there driving a cart. Say, ah, I have bread, but it was worth it. Look at him going there with his car as if he has come from somewhere. How I've suffered for that boy, eh? that foolish boy. But look at him right now. And when you see some, another girl, hey, some girl with her babies or her twins walking, you say, ah, what a nice picture. This girl with twins, Amma and what? What are twins' names? Kakra and Pain, Kakra and Pain. And then they are walking, say, ah, that's the twins. Say, ah. They say, this girl, she was going to my Jack Toronto. Ah, if not for me, she have my Jack Toronto and gone to America. But right now, they are beating her and sent her back in a box. Yeah, in a box. Amen. We must, and you see, all, every profession, you are protecting the people under you. How can you be a teacher you don't care about the grades? Me, I teach and go away. What, what do you mean you teach and go away? I mean, what do you mean you teach and go away? You must be concerned about the students. You see, one of the best jobs eh, in the world, should I tell you, is a teacher. It's a teacher. Every great man in the world passed through a teacher. Yeah, every great man. That's why I went to my auntie's funeral at Bekwai. I was there. I mean, old lady, my mother's contemporary, she had died. When I, at the funeral, when we were there, then she had a nice, long uh, uh, message from somebody. Do you know who it was? Kofi Annan. Yeah, Kofi Annan. He was her student. And she taught him, and she was a good teacher. So they stayed in touch. So as he rose on through, they were in touch. And when he, she died, he heard about it. How many people remember their class teacher? You, your class teacher. Do you remember your class teacher to send him a message or send money when they die? Because they, don't, they didn't impart you well. I have teachers I remember. Protect them. I didn't hear amen. amen. Protect them. Protect them from the bad wolves around. Hallelujah. Number five. Six, you see, these six marks 
if you can do them, ah, oh, you'll be so useful and so helpful to the sheep that there's no way they will not follow you or, or there's no way you'll fail in your assignments. Number five. Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 11. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lamb with his arm and carry them in his bosom and shall gently lead those that are with young. That's a shepherd. He shall lead, feed his flock. Jeremiah 3.15. Jeremiah 3.15. And I will give you what? Pastors, according to my heart, we shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Amen. One of the greatest responsibilities that a, 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 a professional has is he must have more knowledge than his person dealing with. He must have more knowledge. That is why some doctors who don't have knowledge, they don't, they don't have questions. When you ask a question, they can't explain. Then they begin to get angry and, you, and say, you are stubborn, you are proud. No, it's you, you don't know much. You're coming to just do something on me, you don't know what you are doing. And doctors, some are not correct too. Not all are correct. Delphine are true or not true? It's true. Not all are correct. Some don't know that thing at all. They are killers. <laughs> yeah, they're killers. Feed them. Feed them. Amen. Teach them. Teach them life. Always Tell them something to move them forward. Feed them. Always have knowledge to share with them. Always have a scripture, a verse, your quiet time. Always. Always. Amen. One of the reasons why many struggle to gather their sheep, even on Sundays, is that you don't feed them. When you have sheep and you just go and pick grass and you hold it, oh, they are all coming. They are coming. Cats. Cats are very independent animals. But when you have a cat and then you go and get some meat or something and you hold it down, that cat is coming to you. Amen. One day, a certain lady, she was going to visit her husband's family for the first time. And their man said, let's go and see my family. So you have to be very proper. Oh, my mother and my father, they are a bit difficult. So the girl was nervous. Hey, very nervous. So, they, are, they were going to the house in the morning. So they stopped to have breakfast. 
And he told her, when you go, say yes, please. Yes. Hey, say, hey, what kind of family is this? So I have to be my good behavior. So she had to be, do everything very well. And as she was checking herself one last time before they go to the house, she saw some, her shoe wasn't shining. It was dull. Then she looked around. Hey, what is there? Then she saw some bacon. And she took the oil from the bacon to polish her shoes so they would shine. As I'm going to my in-law's house, I have to shine. <laughs> yeah, I have to do. I have to shine. So she took the baking fat and rubbed it on the shoes. The shoe began shining. Yeah, it's shining. Good. <laughs> so we go. So they went to the house. When they knock on the door, yes, hey, what is this? The door open. There's their father. Yes, come in. Hey, they came in into the house. Where's the mother sitting on the sofa? Yes, have they come? Yes. Hey, what is this? Come here, sat down. Yes. And they all sat down. Now, they, tension was building in the house. As they sat there like that, then a dog came in. A small dog came in. The dog came in. Then, it smelled the bacon. It came and came to the girl's feet. And the dog was there. I put his head on their feet. Hey, it was, it was just lying by the baking smell. As they sat there, no, then the, the, the mother face changed. And she began to smile. Hey, then the man who said, yes, yes, he began to smile. Say, hey, what has happened? What's going on? Oh, very nice people laughing and smiling and everything. So as they were going, then they told her, you know, our dog is very picky. A very good judge of character. <laughs> Those the dog doesn't like, we don't like. Those the dog likes, we like. And the dog likes you, pa. He has never put his head down on anybody's shoe as you. You must be a very good girl. My dog knows character. Hey, the power to feed the smell of bacon has made the dog lie down and hug her feet because there was food there there was food the dog could smell around you there's no food there's no smell of food around you no feeding, no help, nothing why should anybody follow you? be a feeder from today Amen. the dog saved her the bacon thank God for bacon yeah how can you feed anybody when you yourself you are empty how can you give anybody air when you yourself you are drowning tap your neighbor ask him quiet time quiet time what is your score over seven I suspect it's about two Suspect about two. If I'm generous, I'll give you three. Huh? And that three, one is Tuesday morning. <laughs> yeah, the Tuesday prayer scriptures is your quiet time. And one is Friday morning, the scriptures is quiet time. And then one other day be, you just woke up and just remembered God. But otherwise, 
many of us are not able to do quiet time regularly. And Bishop always says it. Quiet time is what he uses to preach to us throughout the year. It's his quiet time. It's his quiet time on books and messages and the Bible. Why are you so empty? How come if we say, come and take the mic and share? I said, Mama. I mean, come and share your quiet time. They have to remember about two weeks ago, quiet time to say something. Come and say something. I mean, a scripture you read that blessed you. Um, a scripture I read that blessed me. Um, a scripture I read that blessed me. Uh, you know, there are so many of them. You are lying. So many of them. You don't know even one. You can't even give one scripture you have read that has blessed you. You are just there empty. A scripture has blessed me. Um, uh, you know, John 3.16 it blesses me. John 3.16 is, is blessing you. How? How can John 3.16 be blessing you? I mean, recently Bishop preached at the crusade about John 3.16. I was so blessed. John 3. John. You are showing how empty you are. Yeah. I don't know why you're laughing. But... And number six. The assignments, the marks of a good shepherd is Job. Okay. Um, Matthew 9. Hey, I have so many scriptures. Okay, let's start. Look for, look for verse 18. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. So, assignment number six, to restore and to heal. To restore and to heal those who are broken and hurt. That's your assignment. As, like I said, it's a hospital for sick and broken people. So, when they come to you, and you have finished with them, they should be healed and restored. They came to you feeling guilty over their past life. No problem. When they leave you, their life hasn't changed, but their mind has. Their history is the same, but they have been healed. That God has forgiven me my fornications. God has forgiven me my stealings. And I'm now a child of God, and my testimony is how far I have come from who I was. They should leave you healed and restored. Amen. Amen. Matthew 9, 12. Matthew 9, 12. When Jesus heard that, he said unto them, They that behold need not a physician, but they that are sick. That's why we are here. To heal them. Amen. Amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. You must be looking to repair people to repair them when I see somebody who is broken say ah this is my chance to show my power when I come across children who don't have father oh it's my chance it's my chance to show fatherliness when I come across people 
who don't have help is my chance to help because in such a case a little help makes a big difference amen you will never you see you will never know how healing it is to hug somebody you will never know how how encouraging it is to hold somebody's hand i mean there are people nobody holds their hand Oh, I don't know why you're quiet this evening. Second Kings eight one. Then speak Elisha unto the woman whose son he had restored to life. Restored to life. That is our assignment. Restore back to a healthy life situation. Amen. Amen. Tell your neighbor, don't delete anybody. Are you listening? Don't delete. Some people, you are tempted to delete them. Like, there's no hope. The guy is too bad. This girl, dear, ah, her fourth abortion. Ah, this one, the, the blood is too much. There's no, hey, just leave her to go. No. No, 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 no. Just this evening, I was telling Reverend Albert that even the thieves that we know allowed them to come to church. Yeah. Even the thieves, as they come to church, only one condition Mr. Asherman, this man, close marking. When you get up, get up with him. When you go for it, go with him. When you sit down, sit down by him. When he gets up, check every... Hey, usher man, this man, he's a thief. Close marking. He can come to church. Oh, yes. He can come to church. I, I will never allow them to say, don't come to church. Oh, no. He should come. But on condition of close marking. Why? Because there must be room for everybody to change. And even look, look, look at one person who has changed. Look at your neighbor. One person who has changed. Ah, a person like you. I said, a person like you. Only that your case is secret. That's all. Your case is secret. Only that. I mean, your cases hasn't come up boldly as a broad in the area. But if the boys knew how many girls have passed through your hands, hey. As you are walking here quietly, if they knew how many boys you had conquered and slain, hey, they don't, they are just smiling at each other. But you are are a champion, you are a champion manslayer. No. But one day, by the grace of God, they will change. I said, one day, they will get up. And they'll say, me, cry, why? Why? One young lady woke up one morning, lying by someone she didn't know who it was. When she woke up, and she looked at the man's face, who are you? Who are you? Then she said, ah, me, cry, what am I doing here? Then she got up. And she left. Never returned again. Today, she's a lady pastor. Ah, me, cry, what am I doing here? She's not here. She's not here. I look at her to see who it is. 
You are checking this one or this one or this one. You are checking to see which one. She's not here. She's not here. She's not here. Yeah. Who is this man? Is it you? <laughs> listen. Listen. The gifts of God, the talents of God, they are to be a blessing to you, to your life. God didn't bring us into, into the world just to not care about us. He cares. He cares. And nobody is fatherless. He has put in place a system of caring for even those who didn't go to school to have something that to make them usable in life. Even those who didn't go to school, he would give them talents and things that will help them to become useful. And this work, the work of the ministry, it has the greatest power to change you and give you value. It has the, you'll be amazed at how suddenly, just because you are a pastor and a good pastor, suddenly men will respect you. Men will greet you. You'll be amazed at how your, your whole life will change. You who were nobody, suddenly you have now become somebody who, uh, you see, your greatness is measured by who salutes you. Yeah. If the area boys are the ones who greet you, then we know who you are. Yeah. You're an area boy. But if you are walking in town and people say, oh, hello, say, hello, say, and how they address, it tells who you are. So, this, this ministry that God has given us, I tell you, it has the power to lift an illiterate. You see, if, even if you didn't go to school, are, are you listening? I'm closing. I'm closing. You didn't go to school much. You don't have much of anything. Doesn't matter. Be a good pastor. Yeah. I don't have a job. I don't. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter. Be a very good pastor because you will discover that the people you are pastoring are the ones who take care of you and make you great in life. But just be faithful and, and do them well. Never pastor with the mind of prophets. No, no, no. That one is, is dangerous. Always pastor like a mother. I want to give my heart to make my children become something. Always have that heart. I'm doing my best. I'm, I'm leading them, guiding them, teaching them, protecting them, defending them. Uh, and what? I'm gentle and tender, uh, feeding them just to make sure they, they become the best possible they can become in this world. And when you're able to do it as a pastor, there's no field in life you cannot enter where there too you'll be a success. Put your hands together and, and stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Be a good pastor. Amen. Tonight, just pray for yourself for one minute. Lord, overcome all my weaknesses and my failures and make me a good pastor. Help me, oh God, 
to be a good pastor. Those who are training, those who are pastors already, all those, put your hand on your head, your heart, wherever, your stomach, anywhere at all. Just, Lord, help me, help me to become a good pastor. Let me have all these qualities, all these marks, to be, to be gentle, to be tender, to lead them, to reheal them, to restore them, to teach them, to, to protect them, to watch over them, that my children, my children, they will do well. Oh, Let me just be willing to press, do everything for the sake of my children, that they will do well, that they will do well. Lord, help me to forget myself, uh, lay my life down, sacrifice my own priorities, help me to do all I can, all I can for the sake of my children. Rabanda kataya, Lord, help me. Lord, help me to do well. Help me to go forward. Help me to be the for that because of me, because of me, many lives will be saved. Because of me, many will be turned around unto righteousness. Because of me, families, families, husbands, wives, children, they will do well. They will do well. Because of me, there'll be a change. There'll be a change. There'll be a change. Lord, help me to be that the lifesaver. The lifesaver. The, the one who makes a difference in their lives and their homes of many. Yes, Lord. Stretch out your hands this morning. Lord, anoint my hands. Anoint my hands. Let these be your hands. Let them do your work. And then kick your feet. Oh, Lord, my feet. My feet. Feet of grace. Ah, Shot with the gospel. Let, let my feet walk where Jesus would go. Let me be there with the Mary Magdalene's uh, and the cripples and the lepers. Where Jesus would go with his feet. Let my feet be there too. Walking on the water, doing the strange things. My feet. And, and touch your lips. Let my lips speak the gospel. Let my lips speak forth truth. Let my lips be be a be a, a channel for God to reach out to the world in the name of Jesus. Uh, let me not be a gossip or a storyteller or a tattler or a liar or a businessman or whatever it is. But let me be let me be a, 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 a an oracle. Let me be a channel that God speaks through me. Rabah Katea, touch your eyes. Uh, let me see where what is missing. Let me see what is lacking. Let me see those who are hurting. Let me see all those. If Jesus was here, I would see the widow, the, the widow walking, crying by the coffin. I wouldn't walk by. I would go there and raise their son. I would see Mary and Martha so sad. And I would go and lift out Lazarus. Let me see as Jesus sees. Let me not be driven by, by my own mind and my own things. But to be, to be driven by what I see. Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you so very much. Thank you so very much tonight that as we walk, as we serve as, as, as shepherds, let the flock be gathered. Let none be lost. 
Let none be crushed or destroyed by the enemy. Let them all be saved unto salvation. Help us, oh God, to make a big difference wherever we go. Thank you, thank you, thank you so very much for, for this privilege, this beautiful job we have of being shepherds. Thank you in Jesus' name. And all the saints said, Amen. When he ran to me, he took me in his arms till my head to his chest. Said, My son's come home. We believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama behind the Confidence Eating Place. Listen every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed.